everyone, welcome back to Noah's Window. Today I thought we would jump into Hebrews again. We talked a little bit about Hebrews earlier, but in chapter 13 is the conclusion of the book. And so the writer is giving kind of like some final admonitions. And I hope you'll grab your Bible and read chapter 13 yourself because there is a list that's noteworthy. I mean, you know, one of the things we learned is we're learning the methods of studying the Bible to really absorb it. Uh, carefully is to make lists when you see a list and there's a list here but in the in kind of um, in the middle of this list in verse four uh, the writer of Hebrews says give honor to marriage and remain faithful to one another in marriage Um, and then he goes on to say God will surely judge people who are immoral and those who commit adultery now I just find it very fascinating that in this list marriage is singled out uh, and its importance and I just feel like it's it's worth talking about today, Mark, because marriage has just, in our culture, it's pretty much been disintegrated. It has, and I'm sure they were dealing with that in the first century, but definitely we are today. When you come across the word honor in the New Testament, most often the word means value. It's the it's a Greek word, I believe it's Timaea, and it just means value. It's like honor your parents means to value your parents. Well, I, I think, when you look at the way our culture today is treating marriage, they've definitely devalued marriage. Exactly. You know, I mean, it, it kind of goes back to something that became popular when we were young. There was this idea, we don't need a piece of paper to declare mm-hmm. our love, and then mm-hmm. people just started living together. Mm-hmm. Well, the next thing that happened was marriage started getting redefined and reshaped. And today we live in a world where I'm not even sure people know what marriage is. It, I agree. It's kind of like a party. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, people oftentimes live together for a long period of time and then they decide they want to get married and it just basically means a party that you have mm-hmm. they, they, they live together saving up money to have this one day where they're going to sink tens of thousands of dollars yeah and, and nothing know, changes i was like i i know i could sound like an old guy here you're like okay mark's just old school no no, no. what happens and statistics bear this out is after that party most couples they don't make they break it. apart because what, what what what's next? Right. I mean, they sort of like survived until they got to the party, and then uh, too many too many couples break up. And, and by the way, just in case I'm talking to anyone who's in that situation, you know, you can turn that around mm-hmm. by doing the right thing. Do the next right thing. Do the next right thing. Mm-hmm. And because the one situation where I've seen couples live together uh, and and make it is when they come to realize they haven't been doing it God's way and they decide to do it God's way. And then marriage does seem to mean something because they're, you know, they're, they're honoring marriage. Right. And in a scenario you just described, we do see some people, they, they are committed to one another, but they don't go to the formality of a marriage because they're kind of doing, they've got the cart in front of the horse, mm-hmm. horse in front of the cart, however that works. Yeah, cart in front of the <laughs> But most of the time, what we're seeing right now is, they don't even bother to stay together right. to even even create any kind of a semblance of a nucleus of a home. And and we know that this is this kind of goes to the center of what God created. He created Adam and Eve to make a, a for that union and to build a home. And one of the things that we're seeing now is because marriage has been so devalued. I would I would say. It's been wadded up and thrown in the trash. Yeah, and you know what, Marilyn? There's so much dysfunction in our culture today, and I really believe most of that dysfunction goes back to the disintegration of the home. And, and the disintegration of the home goes back to what you're talking about, the disintegration of marriage. It's This is the Word of God, right. where the Bible says, you know, give honor to marriage. 
And when we think about that cultural decline, harking back to a decline in marriage, I think about Jim Dobson was saying this to us 40 years mm -hmm. ago. Um, he was trying to get people's attention in, in his wonderful ministry focus on the family. Uh, he was trying to tell us all, if we let if we let marriage, if we let family go down to the tubes, it's going to wreck our culture. And we are, we are sure seeing uh, his prophecy come true. So historically, we've seen every time that happens, the, the culture is gone. But you know, Marilis, to me, uh, it's one thing to look at all the dysfunction out there and say, wow, this verse speaks to that. But I also think this verse speaks to husbands like me mm -hmm. uh, and just Christian couples right? to give honor, to give, to give value to it. Just because the culture is going the wrong way doesn't mean that we shouldn't accentuate going the right, right. way. So we have an opportunity to be different and to, and to do things God's way and to show the culture that this is what it looks like because all these things that God gives us, are for our good and for a, a, a joy that comes from living life abundantly. And so we get the opportunity to demonstrate what a marriage should be in spite of this culture. Well, you know, I, I, I'm so terribly to use a, a, a material illustration to, to, you know, to, to talk about some very high spiritual truth, which marriage is. Marriage was designed by God. But I always think about whatever you value, you... You enhance. I mean, mm -hmm. people who value their homes, you can tell when you drive up or when you walk inside. And I know you'll get a kick out of this. I'm kind of gritty because um, you remember the first series I did on the home? A long at, time. At New Spring. I think that's the first videoed series we did oh, in 1989. Oh, I think it was 1989. Yeah. And I remember using this illustration. Uh, I said, you know, the car that catches my attention on the road is not some new Ferrari or some, you know, new, uh, you know, Porsche. I said, the car that always gets my attention, and I think I said it's a 1956 Thunderbird, mm -hmm. you know, that's been restored and, and perfectly cared for. It's a classic, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And, you know, the owner, you know, and I always joked, I think I told this Gosh, I don't know how long has how's that been? That's been well over 30 years we ago. We were young back then. We were young, yeah. I think I was barely 30. But I remember joking that I, whenever I see one like that on the road, I always tell the owner, hey, I'll, I'll, I'll pay you with this cost new. You know, this is a joke. Right. You know, right. a Thunderbird new in 1956, I don't know, what was it, $4,000? But today you might not get one for less than 100 uh, Because it's a classic and somebody has nurtured it and loved it and cared for it and invested in it. And I think that's what the Word of God is telling us here that we need to do about marriage, you know, so that, you know, when a marriage is 10 years old or when a marriage is 20 or 30 or 40 years old, it ought to be more valuable than it's ever been before, you know, mm -hmm. because the people that are in that marriage are investing in it. And that's what the writer of Hebrews is telling us here. Make it valuable. Mm -hmm. And I know just from talking to the people that I talk to, I know a lot of you maybe are in difficult situations. Maybe it's a challenge. Maybe, maybe you know, it isn't the ideal. And by the way, nobody gets the <laughs> ideal. Um, but really marriage is about a commitment and, um, and sticking it out through those hard days and then enjoying together the good days. But it's about being committed and it staying is. together. So wherever you are, uh, I just want to uh, encourage you to value marriage, whether whether you are married or not married, um, and encourage. Uh, we need as parents to encourage our children to honor and value marriage, and and to not 
not um, let the culture dictate. Yeah. Uh, because I'm afraid that's what that's what's so sad to me. It's not just the culture, but it's it's infiltrated the, the church, and so a lot of the Christian well, kids have fallen victim. Yeah, and and again. It, <laughs> Well, that's a whole other subject. We, but you and I were talking about prophecy while the camera was off. We were talking about the rapture. That's right. <laughs> before, before we started filming. But the Bible tells us there's going to be a great falling away among Christians, at least so-called Christians, mm-hmm. before the coming of the Lord. And I think we're seeing that falling away as many, many people inside the church are, are moving more toward, um, well, the culture. Mm-hmm. And the culture, of course, is headed on. toward the mm-hmm. tribulation. So uh, God help us in these last days to be to to be different, you know, in a good way. That's right. Not quirky, not not weird. Yeah. But just godly. And and I think a big way to do that's what you're talking about, Mary Allison, the marriage. Yeah. It's just to be willing to be different and be faithful. And I know um, everyone that's watching or listening today needs prayer in that regard. So Mark, would you lead us in the word of prayer? Well, Father, we thank you today for your goodness in our lives and Lord. For all of us who are blessed to be in a Christian marriage, they're, they're flawed and, and nowhere close to being perfect. But Father, we thank you for giving us marriage as a very precious gift. And Father, for those who are struggling today, I pray that your grace might be upon them. I know that there will be those who are watching us on Noah's window who follow you, but they may be married to a husband or wife uh, who does not. And so, Lord, I pray that you will strengthen them and give them hope, even uh, even though they might not feel that hope today. And Lord, we just ask for our nation. We ask for our churches today that we might see a move of God that what the old timers called a revival. God, we need to see that today so much. Do it, Lord, in our churches. Do it in our hearts and lives. And we'll give you the praise and glory in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you for joining us today on Noah's Window, and we'll look forward to seeing you again here tomorrow. That's right. See you soon. God bless.